welcome to the Another American Childhood podcast. For the first three decades of my life, I always managed my list of books to read very cleanly. I simply bought every book I thought I might ever want to read. I rarely left a bookstore without an acquisition. My typical souvenir from any trip was a new book with the local store's bookmark tucked inside. Library sales, used bookstores, garage sales, all were my haunts. In the house, to accommodate these books, we refurbished and painted bookshelves and bookshelves. We moved these books and their shelves many, many times to college, from dorm to apartment to apartment, from house to house. I even bought books about reading, like the Gutenberg Elegies, The Fate of Reading in an Electronic Age, in which Sven Burkitz, at the beginning of chapter 8, Into the Electronic Millennium, sadly recounts the decision of one professor to relieve himself of his huge personal library in favor of digital texts. I don't recall if it was Burkitt's or Parenthood, but I eventually realized that not only was I never going to read all of these books, many of them didn't even seem particularly interesting any longer, perhaps because they had stared down at me with their patient but demanding gaze for so many years but that owning them was turning into a physical and even partially psychological burden. So, about a decade ago, I took half of my collection to Barnes & Noble and sold them to a very unenthusiastic clerk for perhaps 5% of what I had paid for them. Last year, I interpreted my passage across the 40-year mile marker as an excuse to have a classic midlife crisis. Rather than the predictable and boring splurges that are normally associated with these crises, I thought that it would be more interesting to invert the impulse and clean out my physical world with a healthy application of minimalism. I gave nearly all the rest of my books to the local library to a similarly disinterested clerk. All my CDs? The thrift store. Old computers? eBay. I have cleared out my personal possessions so that, Were I to self-combust next week, the scorched floorboards near the coffee maker would serve as the most prominent reminder of my absence. This is what inspired library. Growing tired of my endless library of books I could not read, I began to give them all away. The garage sale slowly dispensed with half of them and the library half the remainder. But bored with the process, I began leaving them places they might be loved. On the hot hoods of parked cars, rubber-banded to bikes chained to downtown parking meters, on peopleless shaded park benches, in grocery store carts adrift in the parking lot, on the counter of restrooms propped against the mirror, safe from water. The last stop was the thrift store, where they took the final three boxes and stacked them between stereos and keyboards. I drove home relieved, the burden of books receding into the comfortable traffic. Better for them, and for me. Ahead these hours are clean and unencumbered and stacked with uncertainty. Another American Childhood is a nonprofit book and website. All the proceeds are donated to the National MS Society in the hope that this disease can soon be just a memory. 
The wonderful photos were taken by David Limer and Andrew Schmidt. The soundtrack you can hear behind me was composed and is performed by Michael Slonick. And I'm Roger Valade. I have been writing and rewriting these poems over the last 20 years. Please visit us at anotheramericanchildhood.org. Thank you for listening.